Shabbos Daf Kuf today's first email comes from Binyamin Lapidus and he writes, Kovid Rebelli, thank you very much again for your shiurim. The way you give the shir and interact with the oil, it's no wonder you'll get emails from people telling you how they finally enjoy learning Gemara. He goes on to say that he tries to catch at least one shir in Zoom, and he says, I also try to listen on Torah anytime while driving to and from work. I think it's an amazing thing not to listen to the news and all the other Irish guys. Between those two times, it makes the Gemara very gishmak and much easier to learn afterwards as I try to learn inside again, etc. Binyamin Lapidus. Second email, Jack Worman. I am now seven years old. I live in Brooklyn, not far from where you used to live on East 13th Street. I've never attempted to do this daf before this cycle. Now I can say that thanks to you, I have not yet missed a daf since the beginning. Jack Worman from Brooklyn. Back to the sugya of making knots on Shabbos, Kesher, Shalkayama, Nakayama. The Mishnah tells us that a woman can wear clothing that has two knots. And the Chiddush is, since it has two knots, I would think that maybe she'll only undo one and leave the other one in place indefinitely. And therefore, it's Kesher, Shalkayama, it would be awesome. Kamashwal is much more convenient to undo both, and therefore it's a kesher, she'en ha'shakayama, and it's mutter l'chatchila. The Mishnah also tells us that a woman on her svacha, it's like a snood kind of thing, she could tie that, even though it fits loosely, and maybe she'll just remove it without untying it, Kamashwal, and she's very careful about not ripping out here, and therefore she'll undo that knot. And the Mishnah says that you could tie your shoes. Now we'll see, that's not so simple. There are different knots in a shoe, some are asimid raisa. Some are mutter lechatchila, and some are right in the, in the middle. Also from the Rabbana. The one that the Mishnah is referring to is a tie that we, similar to what we do today, the Gemara calls it b'nei mechayza, people that are mefunach, fine schmeckers, people that like to look good, and they tie their shoes tightly. So in order to remove the shoe, you have to undo that knot. Therefore, it's not a kesher shakayama. The one that's also in the raisa is the one that the shoemaker typically makes to insert the lace, and he makes a permanent knot so that the lace doesn't come out, as you see in red. And that is there indefinitely. It's a kesher shekayama, aser midiraisa. The one that's aser midirabanan is the one that rabbanan themselves wear. It's a shoelace that's tied loosely, and they undo it once every week, once every month, and therefore it's aser midirabanan. When it comes to sandal, the one that's mutter lechatchila is the one that two different people with two different shoe sizes wear, and therefore they have to undo the knot all the time. Gemara tells us two stories, very similar stories, but very different outcomes. Rebavo is walking with Rabbi Yirmiya, and Rabbi Yirmiya's shoe, the handle on the shoe, the oizen, as you see in red, broke off. And Rebavo told Rabbi Yirmiya, your shoe just became mukta, but it's not mukta yet because you, according to the rabbit, weren't Messiah Das. It should be mukta, but it's not mukta. And therefore, what I recommend is you take a reed that's not mukta and tie up your shoe. Same story happened with Abaya and Rav Yosef. Abaya's shoe broke, the oizen came off, and Rav Yosef told him, your shoe is a mukta, you were Messiah Das. And the reason is because the first story happened in a Carmelist, there's a lot of people there, so you cannot leave your shoe there. But Abaya's happened in a private place, and therefore, you could leave it until after Shabbos, nobody will take your shoe. But Abaya asked a question, he said, why is my shoe mukta? Yes, the outside oizen, the one that everybody could see, broke, but I have a trick, I can wear my right shoe on my left foot. Now the outside handle just became an inner end handle, nobody will see it, and therefore it should remain a shoe. Says the Gemara, because we paskin, Rabbi Yochanan, you see, went out of his way to fit in the following brace according to Rabbi Yehuda. That means we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, that no matter which handle, even if it's in the inside, the shoe is no longer considered a shoe. What happens? By Tumah, if two of the handles break off, everybody agrees that the shoe is no longer Tumah. If it had Tumah, the Tumah dissipates. It's no longer a shoe, it's garbage. If one of the handles falls off, according to Chachamim, it's a, considered a shoe for Tumah. And if it's considered a shoe for Tumah, it's a kli, 
Therefore, on Shabbos, if one of the handles breaks off, it's not Mukta. Rebutha says, no, if one of the handles breaks off, it's not Tame, it's considered a garbage shoe, and therefore the tumul is lost, and therefore it's not a Kli, and you would not allow to be touching it on Shabbos. And then it goes on to say, V'chein l'chalitza. The same halacha, and Rebbechim goes out of his way to explain this only according to Rebbechim, that the halacha is that a Yavama cannot use a shoe on her brother-in-law that has a broken handle. So you see that if it has a broken handle, you can't switch shoes. The only problem is that there's an anonymous Mishnah that tells us that if one of the handles breaks off, the shoe remains tummy, not like Rebbechim. So we must explain in order to keep Rebbechim intact, we're talking about an interesting shoe, not very common, but it has two handles on each side and two tarsiyas, which is where you insert the shoelace on both sides. And one of the handles broke off. It remains tame as a kli because it has a second handle and you're not going to throw out the shoe. Rabbi Yochanan told his Rebbe, Chizkiyah, beautiful pshat. Chizkiyah was so impressed. He said, you're not human. You're a malach. Some people say, he said, you are the epitome of human. He said like this. If, a fir- if one of the handles breaks off and he fixed it, the shoe remains Tomei Medris. That is, if a Nida Zav Zava touched the shoe, remain, the two remains. What happens if after he fixed the first one, the second handle broke off? So now we invoke a concept called Panam Chadashis. That after you fixed the first handle, it's as if you had a brand new shoe here. And the fact that the second one broke, what happens is Tomas Medris goes away. But you have something called Maga Medris. It's as if the shoe touched itself, which was Medris before. That's not important for now. The point is, we say this concept of Panam Chadashas. It's a brand new shoe. Therefore, says Rabbi Yechon, his Rebbe, if you have a Kli, you have a vessel made out of wood, if it has a hole the size of a pomegranate, it's no longer a Kli. What if you have a hole the size of a olive, much less, and you plug it up? Another hole, plug it up, another Basically, all combined, they're the size of pomegranate. Do you say that they all combined together, and right now they're the size of a pomegranate? Says Rabbi Yochan, yes. Because each one is a Panam Chadashas. Every time you plug it up, you have a brand new Kli. So together, now you have to view it all together, and this Kli is tar, it's as if, and the size of a... Says Chizki, unbelievable, you're like a Malach. Robert Vazimoyna, talking about Malachim, says, about his generation, if the previous generations were like the children of Malachim, we are like the children of humans. And if the previous generation are like the children of humans, then we are like donkeys. Not just any donkey. Simple donkeys. Not like the donkey of Rebbe Hanina ben Daisa and Pichas Biyar who refused to eat food which you didn't take mice from. Just a simple donkey. It says in the Mishnah that if you have a flask of oil, of wine, you're allowed to make a knot on it. The Chiddush is even though it has Two openings, you made two knots, and perhaps you're going to leave one on indefinitely, and there'll be a kashrush kayama. You're allowed to take it off, you're allowed to tie it because you're going to remove both of them because it's much easier to pour when you have two openings. It also says if you have a pot for meat, you're allowed to tie some cloth on top. And the chiddush is, even though it has another opening, a spigot, and you think that you can remove everything without undoing this knot, Hamashal, you're going to undo the knot. Lazarus Yaakov says you're allowed to tie a knot, a string right in front of your animal so it doesn't leave the barn, even if we're talking about two strings. And you might come to leave one there for indefinitely. No, you're going to undo both strings, and therefore it's mutter and Allah is like your blessing Yaakov. And the Gemara says, like we had the other day, Gemara Gemara is mutter to hey, what I should just repeat things without knowing what I'm saying. I need to know that the Allah is like your blessing Yaakov. Have a wonderful day.